Finals. There are a lot of narratives and stories being talked about, but what I noticed by the time they got to the second half of game five, Boston was absolutely gassed. People are ripping Tatum, and Tatum played really poorly. I was I was very disappointed. But Coach Udoka, who I'm a big fan of, not only because he went to the NBA Finals as a rookie head coach, but but I'm also a fan that that his woman is Nia Long, like the Nia Long, who's an absolute rock star and a smoke show. And that shit. So I I was I was really into the rotation. If you look at the rotations that Boston was throwing out there, they were bringing in Williams off the bench. It was kind of playing that Draymond role for for the Celtics and then they were bringing in White off the bench. And Pritchard was maybe playing two or three minutes a game, but they were really going with a seven-man rotation, and they they that rotation got thinner and thinner and thinner as the series went along. And by the time Boston came out, the first few games they had fresh legs. They they had already gone deep into a series, you know, playing deep with Miami, a seven-game series. And Coach Kerr, who we're giving Steph Curry his flowers, and he deserves them. And it was it was nice to see Steph Curry have his Michael Jordan moment, his Kobe moment, where he gets to cry on the court and, and, and make out with the trophy and all of that because he didn't get the MVP their first championship. And then KD was the better, t- the better player on, on those dynasty teams where they were just blowing Cleveland out of the water. And if KD doesn't tear his Achilles, they win a third ring. And then Steph was on the wrong end of losing to LeBron before KD got there. So he they blew a 3-1 lead to LeBron. So LeBron upstaged Steph and got all that camera time. Steph really never got in that time. You've seen the iconic pictures of Mike when he won his first championship and he was crying. And you got Kobe where he's sitting with uh, fully clothed but sitting on a toilet in the locker room and he's holding the trophy. And this was Steph's moment to have the look at me moment. And for someone that moved aside and dimmed his star so that KD could come and that they could win, Steph is, has just cared about winning. He's never really cared about stats. He hasn't cared about awards. He's not someone that's making inflammatory statements in the press. He doesn't have Twitter burner accounts. He's not on Instagram showing us his workouts or what he had for dinner, or pictures of him and his wife in San Tropez. He just goes out there and, and he hoops. You get you get the stardom, best shooter in the history of the game, but you also get someone that, that doesn't, I mean, he obviously has an ego, but you get someone that doesn't have a massive ego. I love, I love that about him. I was very happy to see Giannis win a chip last year. Because you got a guy like Giannis that different culture, Nigerian family, humble beginnings. He's not a guy that's a that's a look at me guy and a and a, I need the attention, I need the accolades, I need people to worship the ground that I walk on. He wants to come in there and hoop. He put up a fifty burger. 
And then he went to Chick-fil-A and ordered 50 nuggets the next day. And I can get behind a star like that. And it was good to see Steph get that camera time and get that respect. It's great to see Clay, who worked so hard. I've torn my Achilles and I've torn my ACL. Not at the same time, though. Many years apart. Achilles ended my basketball weekend warrior career. Pardon the pun. But all of the rehab that Clay had to do and going back to the G League and, and suiting up for the G League and working his way back up and then having to deal, he's not the same player. And having to deal with people like me saying that he's kind of washed, he's not the same guy, you're never going to see the Splash Brother level Clay consistently like, like you've seen in previous years. And I think this team is, is going to go through changes. I don't, I don't know if they'll ever be the Splash Brothers again. Golden State's very smart. And they'll can, I think they'll build around Jordan Poole. We don't know if James Wiseman's going to be any good. I think Kaminga's going to be a good player. You got Draymond, and you've got Klay Thompson that are aging veterans, will probably play less minutes in subsequent years. And I don't, I don't know if Golden State will win another championship with this core team, but I think with the young guys that they have coming in, they're going to be, they'll be a force in the West, and they'll, they'll be consistent, and they'll, they'll constantly be a threat. You know, them Phoenix. I think if Denver can ever get everybody on the floor at the same time, which I don't know if it's possible, but Jokic is taking that team really far by himself. If if Kawhi ever stops load managing and actually plays. We got four or five teams in the West that'll be battling it out, but but I think Golden State's always going to be a threat. But what really jumped off the page to me was that rotation with Boston. They were absolutely gassed by Game Five, second half of Game Five. They had nothing left, and people are all over Jason Tatum and calling him a fraud, a disappointment. And I said last week, I I don't like the way that Jason Tatum played. I was I was disappointed in him, but. We have to remember this. I think Jason Tatum's 25. He's still developing. He's not a finished product. And you hope that if you're Boston, Jason Tatum learns from this experience. Now, I the other thing that jumped off the page with me, I think that Jalen Brown's actually the better player. I think that he's the number one for the Celtics. I think that Tatum's actually the number two. I think Jalen Brown has a little bit more dog in him. The thing about Jason Tatum that bothered me, I know he was tired. He played a lot of minutes. And he was really locked up by Andrew Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins put that lock on him. Like, he was in his kitchen the entire series, and Andrew Wiggins played well on the offensive end as well. As in many ways, you could argue, I mean, they, Steph was going to get the MVP come hell or high water. But you could argue that Andrew Wiggins was the most valuable player for the Golden State Warriors because he was a two-way player. And sometimes we we lose the importance and forget the importance of two-way basketball. And I've said that repeatedly. When you get in, people are now, all of the all of the conversations today, it's, well, the Pantheon, the Pantheon, is Steph better than Kobe? Is Steph better than, is he in the top 10 all-time great players? And, and where does he stack up? He has four rings. LeBron has four rings. Could he be better than LeBron from an era perspective? I don't think anyone thinks that he's a better player than LeBron. And I want to puff the brakes on that. Hey, I want to 
accept Steph for what he is, which is a phenomenal shooter. First guy I've ever seen win a championship putting a team on his back from 25 feet out. He showed a lot of grit and toughness. All of those screens that Steph fights off, if, if you're not a person that really follows basketball and watches basketball, the subtle nuances of the game. To get open and get some of those shots, so you have to be wet to start. So you you have the the hours in the gym where he's shooting thousands of three-point shots every day from different angles and off one foot and off the dribble and off screens. So you have to practice. Practice makes perfect. But he's, he's being double-team, triple-team, and when you're a star – it's just like Andrew Wiggins, he's able to put up 20 and 15. He's not being double teamed. When he was at Minnesota, he was he was supposed to be the best player, a franchise player. So he's being double teamed. See, the best of the best, they got to do it being double teamed. Mike was double teamed. Kobe was double teamed. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was double teamed. I think Wilt was like quadruple teamed. And that separates the greatest of all-time players or, or era, era-defining players from really, really good players. You know, Jason Tatum was not being double-teamed. He got locked up by Andrew Wiggins. Steph's coming off of, like, four screens. And all Draymond, he can't shoot anymore, and he has some really bad turnovers. He threw an inexplicable behind-the-back pass on the fast break that went into, like, the, the 10th row. But Draymond Green is, is really good at setting that screen for Steph at the top of the key. And when you're Steph Curry or Clay, you just need a little bit of space to fire off and so all of the work that Steph had to do being a smaller guy he's not physically imposing it's not like Shaq in the finals where he's pivoting and dunking on people and hanging on the rim it's not like Kobe where he's dunking from the dotted line on fast breaks on people nobody's throwing Steph an alley-oop Steph's not throwing the ball off the backboard to himself he doesn't have that level of explosiveness. But if you watch the poetry and motion of their offense and how Steph is going through three or four screens to get to the ball just to take a shot, it's very impressive. And I just I just like his place where he is. You know, I think that he's right at that line. Is he in the holy grail? Is he in the best ten players of all time? I don't think he is. I don't think there's any I don't how many championships he wins. I don't think he's there because he's not a two-way player. Kobe was a two-way player. LeBron, remember the block? These guys were two-way players. But for what he is, being a phenomenal shooter and just an ambassador for the game, a, a guy that you enjoy watching that's entertaining and doesn't have the drama and doesn't have the ego and is not arguing with people and not getting in trouble. You know, Draymond takes a lot of – a lot of that negative energy puts it on his shoulders so that Steph and Clay can be who they are. And it it was great to see them win. I'm not a Warriors fan, but shout out to the dubs. It's it's fantastic. When I when I see people that that work hard, Warriors were the worst team in the NBA when Steph missed basically a whole season and Clay missed two seasons. And as soon as they got healthy, they won another title. Paragon Seven Studios. Why? Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Land J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. 
Page, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Ate off like the assassin, now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range rover. I told you, Rampage, a real live soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson, New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake pseudonyms, yeah. I'm true bad. My travel's like a schizo with two tabs with do-rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious mosaic meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Mm -hmm. 